Hello and welcome to uh, game 36 of Kingdom Divided. This is going to be a little bit shorter of a session because we went through all the fortune rolls for the houses and everyone's XP spends. But last game, we started off with Caden, uh, after he was being wounded from the roadhouse, ask Sovereign for a doctor and he sends him Carlos Falks. Carlos Falks does very well to heal Caden and Casimir in his wheezy voice says, hey, can you heal me too? <laughs> um everyone in the group decides to stay back and let the entire time land of carlos healing him while that's occurring siobhan goes to talk to timothy um she's given a whole bunch of new measurements for when she becomes duchess and timothy and T siobhan talk about the issue with the saffron society and white star and how he seems to feel that it's been his support of the middle class that has allowed Saffron Society support to grow. Siobhan thinks it's a play by the rivers. Um, and Timothy feels also that House Covengard cares more about this than the rivers. He talks a little bit about his youth and how he was um, not in Connor's social group, but he was in a social group with um, Titus Covengard and Charles Mott. After that, uh, Casimir decides he wants to have a pleasant lunch with Sovereign to say he's stealing the doctor. Uh, a bunch of people come by, Laia um, and Penelope as well. Sovereign and Casimir bury the hatchet and decide to help each other out. Sovereign talks about how uh, Carlos Fox is so helpful to help the lung disease that's in his family, but he is willing to have Casimir borrow him for the length of the war. Things got so close, Co Sovereign decides to lean in a little closer and be <laughs> like, Hey, Casimir. You, now that we're so close, if you're interested, I'll tell you about the Pell's faith. And Casimir's like, you know, let's just be friends. Um, <laughs> I don't want to wake up pregnant. Um, Lia stays back and asks Sovereign if there's anything that she can do since he's done so much. And he brings up that he was sent a letter by the Saffron saying that they want Samson Craig wants to meet him the head of the Saffron Society to talk about parlaying um, the non-combat and not slaughtering the people. Sovereign says that this meeting is going to happen one night on the road when the armies are in march, but he does not know if it's a trap or real. Lia says that she will bring the party to make sure that everybody is safe. Meanwhile, while Carrick spends a very pleasant day in bed, he has a very intense vision where his bed becomes like water. As he swims through the water, he sees a glowing light until he sees it as a group of different lights and he grabs one and he sees on the light the, of the light is an energy beetle, and on it is the symbol of the Oddfellows. He grabs another and sees other crests and other crests, but he cannot really focus on what the other crests are. As he begins to swim away, keeping the um, thing, he opens his hand and realizes that it has absorbed into his hand as his hand becomes a beetle-like mantle. He tries to swim back to the portal of his bed, and as he's about to break the surface, he sees a portal to the sky. He wakes up um, coughing up water, knowing it is one of his psychic dreams. He speaks to Siobhan, and they decide to go ask the uh, tested what this dream may mean. They go talk to Juan Diego, and Juan Diego, without saying it, basically implies that the nature of the tested giving up their um, chance for future children empowers them with the ability to teleport to different planets. 
Um, there was some talk about what to do in the war, and Carrick Silveridge stands his ground, saying he's going to fight in the field and not stand in the back. And that is where we ended last game. Um, we are now on a new calendar day. Uh, so we are, um, if you'd be so kind as Laura to move it, uh, and can I get a prophecy from uh, Danny? Whoa. And that's a prophecy! Oh, um, Damn! There you go. Daniel, you are wa- you wake up as you're walking in a group of woods. There is a mist. We cannot hear you. You said there's a mist. There's a mist. What do you do? Oh, what do I do? It's my turn. Um, you got you because you got your big thing. Um, I will. Uh, it's a dream. I'll walk into the mist. Okay. You don't oh, feel alone, but you don't know who you're with. As you walk through the mist, you see there are three figures in the distance of the mist. Um, there is one to the left, one straight ahead of you, and one to the right. There's nothing discernible between them? At this distance, you could just see there are figures. If you walk nearer to any of them, you would begin to discern what they were. I will walk nearer to the one on the right. The one on the right. And I love you. It was game over. Yeah, it was the (laughs) one I just didn't have that picture in front of me. As as you're walking to the right, you see this figure. Santa Claus. Okie dokie. I say... Greetings. Uh, what can be learned from here? His voice rings out and he says, this is the aspect of future and prophecy, my son. You have been here many times before, but you have not always remembered the road. Where should I go? All roads lead to the same place. The question is always, do you just remember the roads? I can give you the wisdom of understanding the road signs, or I can give you clarity for today. I'll take the wisdom. He hands you his like mallet thing. And you realize that it is actually a bell that's a weapon. And um, he says, its weight is all a perspective. Hold it above you and swing it, and you will hear its tone. Going to uh, give him a gentle bow and... Back away. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are the other two figures still where they are? Uh, you can no longer see the one on the left at all. The fog is too thick. You can see some a little bit of the one in the middle. I'd like to approach the one in the middle. Um, so you're not going to ring the bell. Just want to confirm that before you leave the guy. Um, you're, holding, you're holding the object, right? I'm holding the object. Okay. I want to actually... Can I get back to the spot that's between the three of them? You don't know. Okay. This should grant me the wisdom to navigate my paths. So, yeah, I'll ring it now. Why not? Okay. See what it does. So, as you're ringing the bell, you feel a resonation in your soul. And you feel kind of that you, you can sense a direction and a purpose that you've never felt before. Quite commonly, when you're in these prophecies, you definitely feel like you're a, 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 a boat on the waves. This makes you feel truly that you're, you're, you're solid on the ground, that you're choosing every step that you make. Um, for the next two prophecy rolls, you can re-roll them. Ooh. Okay. Um, do I still see the other figures now that I have this newfound sense of awareness? Yes, but the but the bell, um, as you ring it, it basically disintegrates and resonates in your soul, and you no longer have the object. Um, but you do see the two figures now: one to the left, and one straight ahead from the original. We'll approach the one in the center. Okay. As you approach the one in the center you see a grove kind of open up and you see that there is these flat stones with kind of um, oddly, like there's these three flat stones, almost like there were towers that were entirely ripped out and they're just the base of them. And you see these kind of ghostly figures all standing around and talking but the ghostly figures are almost like shadow wisps. And one of the figures is particularly solid, but his back is facing towards you. Uh, I will, as politely as possible, uh, say, excuse me, good sirs. Um, what can you tell me? Um, the one who is solid um, turns around and he looks like this. Ooh. Um, oh, and too many faces. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gas. He opens his mouth and he begins to scream at you as there's a thunderous clap of energy that comes from his uh, voice, and the ground underneath you begins to shake as almost like an earthquake is like rising the ground out in front of you and you wake up falling out of your, falling up out of your bed. Whoa. He had too many faces. They were all very loud ones. <laughs> you should have completely committed and when you said you were out, disconnected for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Good luck. So, would you like a decipher roll? I would. 
Use that like, newfound ability. Yeah. Um, it the guy with the too many faces is very much has the essence of a saffron society person. Um, you can sense the corrupted nature of the saffron magics that you saw when you had your prophecy of a saffron isle person. This is someone who's definitely corrupted those teachings. And it seems to imply that they are prepared and aggressive towards you. Um, but the bell ringer has your back. Because the bell ringer was just to the side of this conflict you have in the future. Okay. And you definitely determined that that was a vision of the bell ringer for you. That was a vision of the bell ringer what? That what like the guy who gave you the bell thing was the bell ringer. What? Oh just straight up the guy. I he was the guy. I just met like God? <laughs> An avatar <laughs> of God, basically. <laughs> Good job. Okay. As one does. Yeah. As, you know, as you do. As you as do. do. <laughs> well, just like an arching well, or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to think like these saffron people are seeing their kind of god thing, like the Estancy, their god things. The bell ringer has to be active in this play, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who is to the left. Yeah. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. But you do feel, by the way, the essence of the Bellringer's prophecies are in you, and that's why you're getting the reroll for the next two days. I want to find a mirror. Okay. I forgot about that. That was the other thing I wanted to do, was drop. Dude, you're just going to look into it, and it's going to break. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I wanted to drop... Acid? Uh, uh, <laughs> your roommate just drop your roommate for saying that yeah he's fun um what they're making fun of me okay cool <laughs> um, <laughs> which was the ah which is the the far shooting one marksmanship yes i was i was gonna drop marksmanship mm -hmm. to increase uh, whatever i'll do it another time um it's fine I, I, i'll i'll say that you're looking again in the mirror and you see that your your spiritual eye is uh beginning to your real eye is decaying while your spiritual eye begins to glow even stronger okay that's what i was looking for um all right i'm gonna uh, who's who, who's with me? Does I, anyone still sleep in the same like? A everyone but two. Yeah. L Lion, and Casimir. Do not. I was waiting for the Doctor Strange one. Yeah, I got you back. I got you. <laughs> yes. So everyone but Lion and Casimir is still in the room. Um, I want to wake someone up and tell them what I saw and what I think it means. Okay. 
I, I, I imagine anyone who has an awareness above one wakes up pretty easily. Yeah. <sighs> what do you want? <laughs> I had Chupons, another... Like, under a pillow. Wake up, pay attention. Um, I had another what? dream vision um, in which I met the actual bell ringer. Yeah. Me and God chilling out, um, and he gave me a holy tool of some kind, a, a bell weapon that I used um, after a moment's uh, hesitation, and it seems to have enhanced my uh, my gift to an extent. And then I met this horrible horror monster that is uh, uh, that I guess represents how much the Saffron Society hates me. Did someone put something in, like, any of the things we consumed yesterday? I'm just curious. <laughs> so you are having conversations with God now in these visions? Apparently. You, you know, we've already met two people that came to talk to the Valvina, right? Possibly three. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't think that was real. This was real. <laughs> well, one of them committed. Uh, one of them was on top of a giant tower. One of them committed a miracle in front of you at that tower, and the other one has friends who jump around in shadow. <laughs> so... All right, let's build a tower for me to sit upon with my oh, one good eye. It's not actually a tower. What could go, was what the... could go wrong with that? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> all of you in the half-darkened room are realizing that his uh, right eye is glowing like you saw um, the tested's eye glow in the dark. But What's only up with his your right eye? eye? I don't know, but I'm, I'm both having trouble seeing with it and seeing better with it. Depending on the scenario. I seem to see spiritual things better now, but um, I don't think I'll be able to watch the new Avatar film in 3D. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's something I saw in another world. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, Clemente, it looks pretty evil. No, it's <laughs> magic. Clemente like, or uh, Casimir? Or no, Casimir's Clemente, there. Right, Clemente oh. sees a glowing eye on, on the, one of the guys who hired him. It's like, hmm. Magics! Uh, a glowing eye on one of the guys who hired hired me? Yeah. Oh, man. You're hired by Connor <laughs> and basically his son, and his son is basically having a, one glowing eye. Can can I see if anyone else notices this? Is this like something only I see? No, everyone else seems to notice it, but they don't seem to be like stab it. Uh, yeah, we're all like that's weird. weird. Yeah, see, is like, this the after effect from eating that tentacle? <laughs> I didn't have any tentacle. No, for me, for uh, the that meal that we all had. Yeah. 
We were trimming balls. I can't tell how many fingers you're holding up, but I can tell you love your parents. What? (laughs) (laughs) You're so impatient with something I was thinking about earlier in the game. (laughs) You what? Uh... I said, here's some pictures for something I was thinking about earlier in the game. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess if nobody else is. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've got my own on you. <laughs> have my one yes, good eye. Else is freaking out. I mean, I suppose we could put an eye patch on it. Maybe Mio <laughs> will find it dashing. Like... Yo, call back to your pirate heritage. Maybe. I'm not even sure an eye patch would like like I don't think I would see worse through an eye patch at this point. <laughs> nope. Sorry, I didn't um, love that idea. <laughs> are, are are you guys lighting like some lanterns and stuff? So you yeah. Because I wanna the... have to stare at his creepy SI. As the room gets brighter, it's harder to see the eye, but it is absolutely visible in the dark. So it looks almost normal in regular light? Right. Basically, in sunlight, and I would even say a well-lit, torch-lit room, it doesn't look alien. But if, if you couldn't read a piece of paper, it's like you had an LED light in his head. Oh, that's weird. If if that's only visible in the dark, obviously that's dark magic, right? Obviously, obviously, Devil's Eye from the song. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we think I it's like anything that? Else? I'd pluck it out. <laughs> I, I, I I thought Jesus said only pluck your eye out if you couldn't keep them to yourselves. <laughs> like if you couldn't stop staring at the women, then you're supposed to pluck your eye then out. Then you pluck your eyes out. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's already had that it. problem because he's a fucking Ramirez. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I remember if it was offends you." So that means if you had a problem with it, then you should. <laughs> um, you guys are hearing the troops um moving around. Okay. What's going on out there? What what's what time of morning night is this? It's is it still, uh, still dark. Or the crack yeah, at noon, that's what I'm concerned with. So um it's about six thirty in March, so it's still pretty dark. This it's is, not pitch dark, up. but it's dark. So I wake up in the morning, that's not even right. See, but Lori it's always dark for you. Because <laughs> you live in the land of always winter. Better. <laughs> it is always winter, but in theory it's going to get better, and then it'll flip, and it'll be 10.30 and still light outside. Like, there are no in-between. <laughs> so, um, is anyone just going to do a quick check outside? I do, do Casimir and I hear this as well? Yes. Okay. Um, so, uh, the one who said they were going to look outside. Uh, you cute. see the troops uh, uh, boxing up the stuff. Because we're marching out soon. Yeah. Mm. So close, buddy. What are they doing out there? 
I'll poke my head out as well. Do I like, can I do it like Muppet style and Muppet movie style and like turn, I can see Siobhan as well and I can answer her question. Mom did peek her head out. Caden did. Oh, Caden did. And make a um, notice roll too. Sure. Yes. There are people packing up their stuff. What's going on? Astron packs up pretty quick because they only weird. it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're working on it. There's something so... weird happening with my game. I'm not getting any oh, updated no. rolls. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, Just close and reopen your foundry. Normally if yeah. that, that happens. I reload the page or something. Yeah, yeah it's rare. Okay. But we normally okay, have to reload it. Yeah, it normally happens more in Traveler than it does in the case. It does happen. Um, so, uh, I, I guess Casimir would probably be awake uh, helping sort of probably being uh, too commanding in telling folks where to put the stuff that as of a couple, as of last week, he had no idea existed. Yeah. <laughs> but look, now he's in large and in charge, so he's like, I'm going to show you what's going Be careful with that china and you pack of candlesticks. Yes. Um, as, basically, this was the night shift as they were getting off. They were putting away all their stuff because they knew they weren't going to have another shift. Mm -hmm. uh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you're now th there, the house staff is prepping, um, the breakfast and everyone is kind of gradually coming into the main area where you guys all eat breakfast. Oh, that reminds oh. me <clears throat> since they're packing up, I would like to give, um, Kashmir my splint mail. Okay. Uh, Casimir uh, takes it. Uh, and, uh, thank you very much. I I imagined every noble uh, was handed a fine set of plates upon their birth, but I've discovered that it's slightly more complicated than title equals um, fine armor. This this will serve me well. If you um, want to look fancy, yeah. you could always get it lacquered. True, true. Uh, I'll just wear a surcoat over it. Um, and then uh, uh, I assume I can find a blacksmith fit to my body. Uh, um, can you just give me a first a 1d6? <laughs> Is it uh, exclamation part R? It's slash uh, R space 1d6. Yeah. Oh. A blacksmith. Okay. Basically, if if you got a four, if you got a, sorry, a five or six, I was going to let it just fit. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. You could, but you could basically have your cadre go and do that for you while you're doing other shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, I'll I'll get I'll I'll make sure that uh, uh, Pavel takes care of it. He's my squire. That's his... yeah. Pavel's happy to go, and he'll run off and do that for you. So, um, uh, 
how how are you all doing? How, how did you? And um, Connor comes into breakfast, by the way, just as a heads up. Oh, oh, and good Rory. morning, Uncle. I was going to ask, like, can I estimate if they're packing up, we have X amount of hours until we're moving out as like a whole? The idea is that they would probably be um, after lunch, people would be on horses. Okay. Um, you were asking Casimir how we were doing, and, um, well, uh, Carrick woke up with having a vision. I see. Tell him who, tell him who you saw, Carrick. I saw God and possibly the Dismal. <laughs> when you say okay. God, the Bell Ringer. He gave Casimir's me a bell face. weapon to ring. Casimir's face like just drops, and his eyes sort of bulge, and it's like. Are, you're not. This is not some sort of jest to make fun of me. Nope. Is this true? His visions usually are hard to interpret, but somewhat accurate. Can I? Well, I'd like to notice that his eye is glowing. Can I roll a notice roll to notice that even though it's during the daylight? Because I have night vision. Right, but your night vision isn't the color. Yeah, right. I was like, I, I was stretching it. I was trying. I was trying to make that fit. Okay, I'll let you do this, but just as the note, um, you got to break 15. Then. Okay, just notice then. Okay. But um, 15, it's possible for you. It is. Oh! And it is! That's Damn. a 16! Okay. I yeah. I'll notice it, but like I'm not gonna point it out and be like, ha ha, glowing eyeball, but I will be like, all right, well, like there's a lot of weight behind what he's saying to the point where like it's physically changing it. God, that cat wanted to cuddle me and now I'm all caught for <laughs> Connor's like, who was the devil? It was this bizarre skinny skeleton man bedecked with skeletons with extra faces in his neck and um, he was white like really white and he screamed at me and the ground shook and then I was out we see this guy make sure you tell us oh you'll know because I'll be screaming too Sorry, Ali character, didn't he didn't you realize that this was some aspect of the Saffron Society? I mentioned it before, but yeah, this uh uh he's representative of the hate that the Saffron Society has for us or for me. Hmm. I think this is a, an accurate statement. Well, so, so is it a vision that the the bell ringer said that we will defeat the Saffrons? I don't think it's as cut and dry as that. I do think it's a sign that the bell ringer's taken an interest in this uh, and is going to step in. We basically, uh, uh, he's got our back. Uh, I think we can rely on that. 
who there's no priest you have no priest in service what Karen has visions apparently no, no, the bell ringer showed him a vision this is the bell ringer. We we need to speak with a proper priest. And no offense, uh, Lila, I do not mean the one in false robes that your husband is. He's seems... in the room. He's in the room. Yeah, no <laughs> oh, offense. Okay. I'm going to say No offense. I don't believe in you. Okay, okay. My, 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 my apologies. No offense, Sovereign. I don't mean the false one that in the false robes that that you were um, but <laughs> Yeah, I'll be fine if someone tries to shut him up. Like Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh do uh, would you how would you like to resist uh this uh Casimir of people trying to quiet? What am you? I resisting? What, well what someone's is, trying people doing you're, you're starting to say false robes while you're while you're uh uh you're Half brothers trying to step on your foot, like. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, I think that would be. Maybe you should make a notice roll. Will? Well, yeah, I'd let you do a will <laughs> that whatever he does, you still keep talking. Oh, or cur can I do courage? Is this courage? You could do courage. You could do courage. <laughs> Yeah, you, you're, you, you say your shit. And Sovereign says, oh, well. Priest in false robes. Maybe, uh, maybe doctors will understand their, will keep their faith aside when you are wounded in battle. I meant no disrespect. He, but he masquerades as a... necessarily <laughs> like... He masquerades, <laughs> at, he masquerades as a member of the uh, Orthodox clergy. Does he not? He has gone through the steps to be a member of the Orthodox clergy. The fact that he has a particular understanding of the faith, we're now at the second aspect of insult. I think my stomach has turned. And he gets up. Yeah, Lila gets up too. She's like, "We're we're done. This is great." Yeah, let me know when. Start. Let me know if you need any help packing. Yeah, we we have things that we should probably attend to. Like, I try to salvage the situation, but Casimir uh, would say, "Would say, um, please, Sovereign. I don't. I understand that you worship the Bell Ringer as well. We need to work." I, How about Casimir? You stop just opening your mouth and making presumptions of theology that are blatantly false. Maybe uh, we should bring Guadalupe here and have her understand the heresy of your entire family. And he walks out of the room. Oh, uh, Casimir looks to Siobhan and says, "Don't tell me that the the gods that the." That the way of the bell ringer is false. He just he just appears. Not even what I'm saying. I'm saying you have, are making assumptions about about sovereign and the form of bell ringer he worships that are wrong. You're making hey, wrong me, assumptions. Let, okay, let me let, let me spell this out for you. Okay, so 
everyone else in this room is closer to being a non-believer and a heretic than the sovereign is. What you're suggesting. It's true. <laughs> Sovereign's the most faithful bell ringer in the room. Casimir was trying right. to say that. False <laughs> <Us> robes. <laughs> well... <laughs> yes. So Connor's like, we'll go get you a priest, but how about we ask the tested? A good, good idea, Uncle. Perhaps we should go ask the tested, Carrick. <laughs> sure. But this, this, this will be a great sign for our soldiers to know. That the bell ringer is on our side. I we think you should definitely. And there are plenty of people telling him that. that. <clears throat> I think you, as a leader of men, definitely should should be telling your men that. I think I think you're right on the money on that one. But perhaps, Carrick, we should go find uh, one of the tested. Why don't we find uh, San Diego? Juan Diego? Yeah. Juan Diego, San Diego. Carmen San Diego, what? <laughs> so close. San Diego. Let's find Juan Diego. Um, you know what? Since I wanted to talk to Sovereign anyway, I think I might take this chance to go try to speak to him. I'll go with you, Carrick, <laughs> to see the tested. Absolutely. I just have one half a question. Uh, uh, Laura, do you want Palestine? History, or do you want plus theology? I guess it would be per theology. Yes, you do. What? What, what if dark doggo bark bark bark? Okay, so uh, they have opinions on theology. Uh, so Caden is um, kind of scooting out the room to catch up to uh, Laya and Sovereign. <laughs> it's okay. So, he's he's you like you being know a the good boy. There. Yes. So, Caden, uh, what are you uh, gonna say to Sovereign and and Laya? First, I'll apologize for his his ignorance, and. I don't know how how private this conversation. Are we still in the hallway? Are we into the room that he was staying in? Yeah, yeah. Him? You guys could just walk into the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's no, it's not. It's it's twenty feet. Right. <laughs> I have no problem with his ignorance. I have problem with his his vocalization of it and repeatedly and uh, by shoving more feet in his mouth than he actually owns. Yes. I have respected. Him being a crusader, I've respected him having his particular faith. I've offered to explain to him the nuances of the faith. He had no desire to do such. And then every sentence from the moment I walked in is basically an insult of the nature of my people. He wants to say, hey, you know what? You're an outlawed people. That's fine. He cannot say that we are a false people. Thank <laughs> you.
And after all, I guess we all know if there's a duel of honor, that side of his lung is pretty weak. Yes. Um, I will speak to him the best I can. I don't know how much he'll listen. But I'm actually going to take the spear out for a moment. And we mm -hmm. don't all feel this way. I myself don't worship any particular aspect of any deity. But this sphere, through, I'm guessing through its own accord, once saved my life through walk through its pale nature. Just the other day. What was it? Two days ago, actually? It is an antique weapon that would have been in my grandfather's if not great-grandfather's entourage. Well, through its own accord, when I was being swamped, uh, protecting the um, retreat of the people who went out me, um, by all rights, I should have died under the mob, and it returned me to the... Um, oh, I forget what they're called. Returned me to the road Palaquins. so I could... Yeah, the palaquins, so I could leave after they were a safe distance away. The Bellringer has a place for all of us. And obviously the Bellringer sees that there is something in you. I don't feel that your brother's faith is wrong. I just feel that there's a place for more than one thing. And if this act has made you feel a connection to your faith, Maybe it's something you should explore. I will keep that in mind. Uh, there is something else I wanted to talk to you about. And why this is not entirely without my own interest in there. I know that you have a contingency for Leon Blackwood. And I personally have no love for the man. And at any time you ask if I may be help in that situation, I want you to all you all you have to do is ask. I feel there is going to be a key moment where Leon Blackwood will turn the tide of this country. And I have prepared through my godfather, a nature that we will be able to place that in a situation most advantageous to us. I will presume that will mean his death. But if this is in five years or 10 years, I do not know. And I do not want you feeling I am disingenuous to your pain if I let him live until that key moment. I've waited long enough. <laughs> he gives a few more years. <laughs> he gives <laughs> you a hearty handshake. He's like, that's me, man. Find the right time. <laughs> so he's very happy for that. And uh, he, uh, he says, is there anything else I can, I can aid you with? Uh, is there anything I can aid you with? Um, 
has Lia spoken to you about our meeting on the road? I don't believe so, I, have you? No, uh, Lia shakes her head. She's like, I was a, I was going to broach the subject when Uncle Connor came in and then Casimir uh, decided to throw insults once more. She is still, like, heated about that because she, I, because she already insulted Carrick and she let that one go, but now it's her husband and now I'm like, bro. <laughs> bro. Um, I will let Laya um, talk to you about it. I am, I am to have a, a breaking of the fast with the Polanskis. Um, but it is, I was going to meet with the Silveridges first before I went off to that. Um, so I will see you later, they, dear. And um, <laughs> I hope the conversation is much more pleasant there. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Um, they wanted sure to give. Is. They wanted to give also a uh, a farewell gift to Sarah, and mm. so I wanted to make sure I was in attendance for that. Um, but again, uh, for the downfall of Leon Blackwood. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then he heads off. So, Lai, if you want to talk to him. Yeah, so, like, smooch on the cheek, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I turn to Caden, and I'm like, Samson Creek has reached out to Sovereign to speak about a certain amount of uh, clemency, shall we say, for the so- for the Saffron Society that are running in a- uh, after being defeated. Uh, uh, and will this clemency go the other way? Well, I presume that that will be discussed, although we should not, uh, hope for our, our troops to have need to fall back. We will be victorious after all. We have the bell ringer on our side. (laughs) But, uh, it also could very well be a trap. Um, removing one of the generals from the uh, west um, flanking of of generals. So I was proposing that we send a small group with him as both um, diplomatic ears, which is why I was going to ask Siobhan as well. But uh, if uh, it did turn out to be a trap that he was not alone. Is he ever really alone? But I understand. Well, I was going to go regardless. (laughs) So, uh, but I hesitate to bring this topic up with Uncle Connor with an earshot because the let's just kills Simon Krieg, uh, Samson Krieg, excuse me, is very real and I admit that I feel it myself. Um, But I feel like elevating him to the status of martyr is not going to serve us well in the long run. They're going to kill him anyway. Like the, right, the whole but I'm point just of this that... war is to kill him anyway. So there's almost no, no, no. I'm saying for to the other side. If he comes and word gets out, well, I was trying to do something good for my people. His people now rise up uh, in in his name even more vehemently than they already do. No, we are going to kill him, but doing so during war versus in a clandestine meeting where he's trying to secure the safety of his people. Different optics. <laughs> yes, but he's going to be right there. I mean, if that's 
I appreciate it's that. It's mean, why... so I'll play it however he wants. But <laughs> and this is why I didn't want to mention it to your father. <laughs> Connor, but, so um... like, you know, I have a knife, and it's really good for stabbing people. Oh, it's a spear. <laughs> <laughs> Like all, the sharp look like, all these noble people are like royal parlay before a fucking fight. No, stab him now. But he's not a noble. It's us, it's he's a, heretic, a rebel leader. <laughs> he's the rebel leader. He's a heretic, and we're pirates. So I mean, all of this is on mm. brand. <laughs> remember, remember, pirates. It's not a code. It's just like. Um, suggestions. Guidelines. So, um, is, I think that piece of the conversation though is over, and we can go to the people yeah. who stayed in the room or going to look for priests or tested. Okay. Um, yeah, no. Shabam's going to go with a uh, character to go find a tested. I, Are you going to intentionally drag him to a tested? He'll if you don't stop him, he'll likely see a priest first. This is a bell ringer crusade. Yes, I'm gonna go towards the tested, but if he wants to stop and talk to a priest, I'm not gonna stop him. Out of character, what's the relationship between the priesthood and the tested? Uh the priesthood is very much like the tested are not heretics, but it is a waste of life where you could have gone to the church. <laughs> and I'm going to say that's kind of what the uh, tests that feel like, except some of them are probably religious. Um, well, I think the tests are like, well, faith is faith is fine. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with faith, but you know, <laughs> you could know like stuff. <laughs> faith is yeah. fine, but you know. So, uh, as you guys are walking by, you uh, do see a priest. He looks like this. That's a father, what a waste. <laughs> 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 response as it's more amusing than the fucking comment. <laughs> good. So, good time. There is a priest, Carrick. Great, let's accost uh, him. Okay. You want to accost him? Well, that's the priest. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's accost him anyway. Uh, we get close enough to talk to him? Yeah. yeah. You guys uh, are like all running up and he looks a little nervous. Uh, good day, good sir. Uh, we were hoping to um, peruse your brain if we had a moment. Uh, of course, um, my lords and uh, Sir Crusader. Um, oh, Casimir's uh, not there, I don't think. <laughs> no, they're dragging you to him, I thought was the idea. Uh, I was dragging Carrick. Oh, Carrick. Oh, Casimir, if he's going to go talk to a priest, you'd let him go alone? Don't you want to hear the prophecy? I thought, th okay, so I thought they left the room saying, we're going to go find the tested. That's what we did. Oh, okay. And then you're like, I don't want to go see those faithful, faithless pieces. The last time they were mean. Yeah. I was... Yeah. <laughs> no, but you did... Okay, 
But you did like the tested where they're like, hey, those guys are bad and those guys are bad. You're like, I buy, I buy well, them. That is true. I, I'm trying to... Th- they wouldn't I, say no if you came with, but yeah, they were kind of like, we're out. There's drama. We're out. Yeah, so it's up to you if you want to go. Well, uh, do you... I, I'm, I'm having a hard, Do you think that uh, Siobhan and Carrick would have wanted Casimir I don't think they would have stopped you. We wouldn't have stopped you. Okay, sure. Okay. Clemente, are you going with them? Because now we again have uh, Laya out out and about on a run. Well, not Laya, Siobhan. Yeah, Siobhan. I'm going with Siobhan. Yeah, you're like... It's these random moments that people forget where you are. (laughs) I'm so uh, good. Just being you are, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the priest says hello to all the people, just like I just did, um, and blessings upon all of you. Is uh, there any aid that I can give? Um, please take what I say in a um, uh, sincere way, but I and I don't mean to be. Um, blasphemous in any way um i had a vision and uh in this vision i saw the bell ringer um in a in among a path of mists and he gave me a bell weapon which he advised me would um lend uh uh wisdom on future vision paths um when i explored another path after Swinging uh, this bell and gaining some spiritual benefits of unknown nature, I met up with a uh, skull-ensconced man with uh, white skin and an extra face by a goiter, and um, he uh, uh, saw me and screamed, and the world crumbled around me. Um, and he seems to be the represent representation of the hate of the Saffron Society for us. Um, I wondered if you could shed any light on this uh, vision that I've had. Of course. He uh, reaches into his coat and he pulls out a small little book and he flips through the book. And then he pulls out, he, he shows you a page where there's an illumination of the guy you saw with the bell hammer. Yeah, that's him. Yes. That's him. It is uh it is considered the hammer, the representation of the bell ringer for Templar warriors. Say again. The bell ringer's nature of doing the sounding to cause conflict to his enemies to give the purity of soul. I, I, there's so much that we we obviously could begin with. I can tell from your red hair that you are Fedor, and Fedor, by hearing the sounding of the constellations with Ethan Sedai, were given the powers of the prophecy of the Bellringer. Okay. And as we are entering a war, the idea of the Bellringer warrior being on your side and giving you his weapon is a great blessing for the future. Yes, yes it is. Um, what 
Father, is that the correct uh, out of character? No. Is it Father the correct? Uh, uh, no, they're called blessed. Bl- uh, blessed, blessed one. Um, what uh, do you think is the best way for our, us to help our troops understand that we knew that we were blessed by the uh, bell ringer and he was on our side before, but this vision uh, only um, further proves it. Um, I know that not everyone sort of Casimir pauses like uh, can appreciate the more nuanced uh, aspects of this and I, I, I wanted your we wanted your opinion well in all likelihood the bell ringer in this form comes for an individual act that you or your family will be involved in this is not necessarily a blessing for the war or for an army. I see. This is that this strapping young uh, man will be uh, a will have the weight of the bell ringer's bell to work against the saffrons himself. Of course, I. S- I should have understood. Thank you for for helping us uh, understand. It the blessings of an of an entire army have been rare moments that have only been heard by certain crusader generals and certain key moments, and we have seen in the visions thousands of the people are destroyed. The fact that it was merely but one essence of the saffrons means that maybe. Uh, this young knight will himself destroy a, a, a saffron magi. Uh, Is he meaning Garrick? Is he like he, indicating Garrick? He means Garrick because you guys have never said who you are. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oops. It doesn't matter. It's okay. That's why he's like young nobles and that's why a crusader because this is what he looks like, obviously. Yeah. It's, he's just making guesses. Uh, Casimir nods and says, uh, yes, I, I see now, brother. Um, I was wrong to... I was wrong. Uh, you were clearly chosen uh, to, to, uh, and, and this war will uh, 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 do the bell ringer proud. It is... It is definitely an aspect that shows that you... You will have action in this fight. You will not be held by the waysides, and that your actions will have meaning. Casimir gives like a gives a too hard clap on Carrick's shoulder. Shimon's going to kind of loop an arm around yours and say, "And you'll do credit to your house and to your father." Well, I am I'm going to the, the chapel for uh, morning prayers. Um, uh, it was a pleasure meeting all of you. And he just kind of gives a, a little bow. and Thank you, Blessed. So what do you uh, take from that, Carrick? Um, I'm going to kill me some Saffron Society. 
Uh, I was wrong to suggest that you were ill-prepared for this. You might be ill-prepared, but it doesn't mean unable to fulfill uh, your duties. I hope you can forgive me. Thank you. I'm just kind of going to nudge his side a little, like, just go with it, just go with it. He was so close, and then he's so close. <laughs> well, he is all prepared. I love you, Kenny. No, you're saying no, it like it is, is but perfect. we're all gonna be nice. You're role-playing this so well. Don't, don't, don't be just, we're just laughing at the role-playing. You're doing beautiful. Yeah, you're awesome. Mm -hmm. Casimir really thinks he's really <laughs> thought he was doing great today. Firing on all cylinders today. Literally. It doesn't understand why people are uh, getting angry still. <laughs> it's like, I thought Sofran and I were, became friends now. I, what's going on? Yeah. Okay. We buried the hatchet and, and he knows I think his people are heretics and false false prophets. His Isn't priest that our is friendship? Fake. His his priest is fake. Why is he getting offended when I say that? Okay. Um, are you guys going to do anything else before you guys head back and start your packing? Um. And Clemente, can you give me one of your happy new notices? Uh, your uh, if it'll allow me. Hold on. If not, I, we can I roll. I haven't tried to roll. Gotcha. Um, I should probably see, uh, make my goodbyes to my intended before uh, the war, because I imagine this will probably be one of the last times I'll see him before everyone marches out. In a particular bell tower, uh, Clemente um, sees Sazad looking over the group. Where's he done? Oh, shit. <laughs> Wave to him. Just be like, <laughs> blow the kiss. What up, buddy? Get, give him one of those Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, buddy. I just I got your magic bird thing still. No, no big deal. NBD. Oh, that's right. Um, you really wanted to be a dick. Just you pull it out of your now pocket I... and just be like, <laughs> start juggling it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at everybody that's around like within earshot and just be like we are as quietly as I can, uh we are we are being watched. Is it our mass friend? Uh it is someone who's after who's after us for sure. Um we may not want to linger. Mm -hmm. Um, is anyone else going to look up at at the at where he is? Yes. Okay. Everyone who wants to look can do a notice. Is that awareness? Yeah, it's awareness. Oh, it's actually updating the rules. Yes. Yay! Okay, Casimir, you see that he's cutting down the bell. Whoa. So, so before Casimir, before I react as Casimir, th this would not just cause problems 
is this a religious bell or just yeah, like it's a, like a the bell tower? Bell. Yeah, it's a religious bell. Uh, he uh, so Casimir says, uh, "Heretic!" <laughs> um, he's assaulting the bell. So um, as you as you say that, the bell falls and is falling through the tower, like breaking through all the connections in the bottom of the tower. Oh damn! And uh, Clemente, um, can you give me a uh, a will roll? I may have cut my hair too. Yeah, Um, it's close, but it uh, you the stone is ripped out of your clothing. Um, you can okay. see that he, he basically, by pushing down a symbol of the bell ringer, he's able to use his old god magics. Can I try to make like an athletics roll to, to make a leap and, and hold on to it? I will let you make an athletics roll. Um, you will jump in the air. Um, actually, do you have an acrobatics? thought I did. No, I just have athletics. Uh, I'll let Let's you see. roll in agility. But it would, yeah, it's an agility more than an athletics. So yeah, just click on it. Try your agility. That's the same role for me, anyways. Let's hope for the best. Yeah, no, you're holding it. You're holding it, and you're now flying in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, someone grab my feet. (laughs) Anchor me down. Everyone's like, oh. Well, I was gonna say, I think Casimir would say, would say, well, he was about to say it to Clemente, but just turned to uh, Siobhan and say, uh, you should uh, go back to the quarters. I'm gonna go um, try and help. Um, okay, and she's see, gonna listen because and, and, and see, um, I doubt I'll be able to find him, but. Uh, uh, well, Carrick, yeah. are you going to try to jump up and grab his feet? I'm not. Oh, Carrick. No. <laughs> <laughs> if he dies, he's he like, dies. Nah. I'll just see what here. happens. You feel I'm like not uh, here. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I've like never Kirk seen is, yeah. a, a flying assassin before. <laughs> All right, how do I grab his feet? It's agility? It's agility, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you're 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 holding on to that boot. Um, it was gonna go about thirty feet off the ground with the person's weight, but with both of you there, it only goes about twelve feet off the ground. So, uh, Carrick, you're skidding on the bottom with your feet, and uh, Clemente <laughs> is holding on like what the hell? As like the stone is going towards like a brick wall to try to knock you guys off. I think Casimir shouts over his shoulder as he's running t- towards uh, the exit to get to the bell tower. Just let go of it. We've we've done everything possible up until this point to hold on to it and use it as a bargaining tool. I'm not just gonna let let our one thing here go. So, um, can you give me one um, athletics roll and? Uh, if you make this, you you, call, you keep it. All right, fingers crossed. 
Yeah, you keep it. You you okay. make impact on the wall. You basically your armor soaks it, and um, you fall to the ground, still holding the bird rock. Okay. No flyer. <laughs> Guess you could say I'm on the no fly list. <laughs> you guys you're, from the game, I understand. And you're you're in a pile with uh, with Carrick on the ground, but you got the stone. And uh, uh, Kaz- so Casimir, you're running obviously to the tower, and you get yes. to the bottom of the tower, and all the stairwell has basically been chewed up by the bell falling. Right. Um, I guess I just, yeah, I I guess I just um, start uh, to re- bossing around nearby soldiers to say uh, get the authorities, find uh, the um, why am I blanking on the unarmored dudes with swords? Name peacekeepers. Thank you, peacekeepers. Um. Uh, there's been a uh, an assault, um, uh, uh, intentional sabotage. So they're off running to go find people. Let me see if they can find a peacekeeper. I'm going to do a random roll. Uh, slash one. They find a peacekeeper. Oh my wow. goodness! <laughs> they like uh, around the corner was was uh, Lewis Covingard. He's like, really? <laughs> that's a six, uh, baby. Wow. Okay, so so I say, uh, ah, um, uh, peacekeeper, uh, uh, Covent Guard, um, the tested known as, uh, um, the the Sazad. Thank you, Sazad. I always mess up his name. The no tested worries. known as Sazad, um, Intentionally cut down this bell uh, in a clear act of heresy and sabotage. No one got hurt? Uh, as far as I know. He didn't scream for the Pels while he did it? I, not as far as I heard. What crime did he do again? He destroyed... Uh, this building, perhaps I should speak with, presumably the lady of the land does not appreciate this sort of treatment of a I bet House Bennett will be sent a bill. Well, I appreciate the keeping of the peace that you're (laughs) What law did he break? Vandalism! (laughs) Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. He didn't commit a crime against the crown. He didn't commit a murder. What are you asking of me, Lord Duran? I I was merely asking for uh, your assistance and interest. But it seems I have neither, so please go about your day. Lord Duran, I upheld the law that your wife murdered a man in front of me. I believe that is called the execution. (laughs) And do you want me to chase a tested for vandalism? One was legal, one was not. 
Is he arguing with? Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, Lord Duran. I I I I I believe I have capital crimes to go investigate. Very well. Good this, luck. This one guy comes by. Your bread, sir. Like he was just shopping. <laughs> and he's like, oh my god. So while you're waiting, though, Pearstone guards come and like vandalism. That's bad. We'll stop. And 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 but, but this is heretical, right? So is there Yes, a, but there uh... isn't a law against heresy. Ah. There's a law <laughs> against Palestine. Gotcha. There's a law against Mikado. There's right. not a law against I don't fucking believe. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Um and let alone uh, it wouldn't be like the the peacekeepers are like the FBI. They're only going to deal with crimes against the crown really. Right. Uh, Cosmer also thought yeah. someone might have been crushed by a giant bell too, so yeah. And last time when he tried to get troops to deal with uh, a problem, he was yeah. told, no, we can't do it. The peacekeepers have to. So that's where right. his mind was. Well, that was a saffron society thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, logging the short is, we know where uh, Clemente's, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, where Clement, uh, Casimir's next buy is, is in Law of the Belllands. Yes, this yes. is illegal, and that is illegal, and that is. I need a chart, guys. <laughs> the we were on, are... Yeah, in the Mikado lands, they look at you right. It was illegal. Uh, well, uh, exactly. Crusader army was much yeah. easier. Uh, the general said so. <laughs> so um, now that we've done that, uh, uh, back to. Uh, uh, Laura? Yes. Um, um, is there anything you'd like to do before they come back? Because Lia's going to come back with um, uh, before everyone, but... Jaden, yeah. No, I, I would just... I was going to wait. Did Connor... Is he still in the room? Did he need something? Did he want something? He was just going to get tell you guys, hey, pack up and let's go. Okay. It's not like... Uh because she was told go wait there so she's she's in the room no okay. you, everyone left after the whole huddle blue he's like i got shit to do i'm not gonna sit here. <laughs> yeah got it okay okay then yeah uh, if i need to see... organize <laughs> yeah i don't have time for these childhood <laughs> shenanigans these youths uh, yeah the youth um, if Siobhan is there i'd like to take the opportunity to talk to her then is, is yeah. eric there as well uh, no, Carrick was holding on to the rock foot. Oh, um, right, right. He went with. The, sorry, I forgot about the rock foot. No, Casimir is with with her on the way back. So Casimir okay. comes with uh, Siobhan, and you guys are there. Um, well, Fifteen. Casimir went to the bell tower. Yeah. Before... No, do you mean Caden? Oh, sorry, Caden. Yeah. Right, Caden. Yes. All these yeah, things, guys. Before all of all that, Siobhan got. Ordered by Casimir, go into the room, and she actually listened and did what he said. Yes, but Caden went with you because you wouldn't still go alone. And they were all busy holding on to Clemente. Clement Clemente and Carrick were holding <laughs> on to the rock. Caden was not holding on to the rock, so Caden went goes back with well, you. Caden was with Laya from before. Oh, Caden was with Laya. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so she's yeah. still. He 
Okay, so he's with Laya. Laya, uh, Kazim, Laya and Caden and Siobhan are all in the room for the 15, 20 minutes before everyone comes back. Okay, got it. Great. All right. Yes, you have the rock. We'll figure we'll figure this out in post, guys. Don't worry about it. It'll be great. Okay. So Laya, Siobhan, Kate. Okay. Siobhan. You realize that they're all out there um, without us, right? Just saying wh- whatever they want to whoever, right, guys? What? What? <laughs> You're I'm always uh, no, I'm, I'm talking to the, my two cousins. You realize Kashmir and Caden are out there by themselves, just saying whatever they want to. Everyone happens to be by. First of all, right. you're Caden. Second of all, you I mean, sorry, you. It happens, right? So, this is, uh, you know, it dawns on me that both Kashmir and um, Carrick are out there, just being able to talk to whoever they want, whenever, and say anything. That sounds like someone else's problem. <laughs> We're here. Yeah, Siobhan's yeah, packing stuff up. Sometimes you just have to let the consequences of actions actually bite them in the ass, because, like, they gotta learn. Mm. It'll be great. Um, looking to Caden, though, and then kind of like, I'm gonna talk to her about the thing. Um, mm. Siobhan, I have a, a, a question for you. Um, your more than allowed to say no, but I, but your wisdom in the area would be very helpful to, I think, the effort at large. Um, and I do double check that, like, Casimir is not in the room again. <laughs> just, just one more look around, because, or, and Connor, too, again, with all the C's. Um, Strangely, he would probably be more open to that, because I'm sure he's had to parlay with the Mikado before. I mean, maybe. I don't know, though, if he would just... Yeah, at any rate, uh, Samson Krieg has asked to parlay with Sovereign with regards to... um, uh, What was the word I used? Uh, uh, Clemency? Clemency, thank you. Another C word. Uh, Clemency (laughs) with regards to those who are running uh, after their defeat, one presumes. Um, But it also could be a trap. But it also could be an opportunity to show mercy to those who have already felt disenfranchised. And as you're going to be representing White Star all too soon, your input might be the difference uh, between success and failure. I mean, I don't speak for White Star as much as Timothy does. But... I. But it would be absolutely against the crown if both Sovereign and Timothy showed up to go against. Obviously. Uh, obviously. Yeah. But who are we talking about in terms of this parlay? Um, are we talking uh, about women and children? Are we talking about... I mean, I think there's a very big difference between those who are there those who are there non-combatants and those who are absolutely taking part in the fight. See, already you bring you bring wisdom to the conversation. Uh, I don't know 
I mean, my presumptions may not be the actualities that we discuss, um, but that is a very good question that could be asked at this uh, meeting. Or are the then... starfighters going backwards? <laughs> um, and the reason I ask is because... <laughs> that's, that's how big a trap it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the reason I ask is because... I would feel that it would be a very different argument with the powers that be if you're saying we're negotiating for non-combatants to be allowed to be moved somewhere else so that they're not involved in the fight than it would be for people who are actually meaning to do harm to any one of us. Because I'm sorry, like everyone said, they've made their choice. Um... I mean, unless they they beg for mercy and renounce their saffron ways, um, I don't know how lenient we can be to anyone. I appreciate that. Um, it's a conversation to be had, though, again, and um, because nothing is going to come from the wholesale slaughter of everyone who was opposed to us. Because some people could have just been swept up into it. Other people could have been pressured into it. Some people may not even really truly have a I mean, there's... belief in the movement, but felt so wrapped up in, like I said, the disenfranchisement that they had no other choice but to take this avenue. There's also a double-edged sword with this, because in parlaying for non-combatants, there, there is a certain trust they're putting in our hands that we wouldn't just slaughter them wholesale. Well, there's also the trust that we wouldn't just slaughter Samson Krieg himself if we had the opportunity, which is why I'm hesitant to mention it to other members of our small council, shall we say. I mean, mean, not the worst idea, but it it would probably not go over well. He would become a martyr to the cause, so. Uh, See, and I like my point. See, see. Um, I mean, if you want to schedule a third ambush for us in two months, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's the difference of going in and sadly defeating them now so they never rise again, or giving them a hero that will give them something to rally around, and they will never stop. That's the difference between a a martyr and a Mm non-martyr. So the rest of the group starts returning. The answer is yes. Thank you, I appreciate it. Do you think I should mention it to the others? Carrick will find it fascinating. Casimir will find it as an opportunity. Okay, sounds great. I will let Sovereign know (laughs) that the three of us... (laughs) Yeah, okay. Glad, glad we're all on that same page. Yeah, we should let hey, Carrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. We should keep Carrick out out of it for the same reason that we're keeping Connor out of it. And yeah, and Tennessee. I, I don't disagree on that front. So, it's it's uh yeah. Clemente's going. And you know what? We 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 brought um actually Cashmere uh, to enough conversations. For this week, I think. <laughs> What's that, so, Patrick? 
I don't know why you wouldn't take Carrick because Carrick is almost like how Siobhan is somewhat speaking for White Star. He is somewhat uh, speaking for Silverage. I suppose. Okay. I just didn't yeah. necessarily, since she's not married yet, it could be like, oh, I was still working as an independent. Carrick is expected to take the throne. Well, even more no. so. But I, I mean, I don't want to just leave Kenny and Vinny. Laura doesn't want to leave just Kenny and Vinny out to dry and be by themselves. No, but okay. The thing is, Vinny would be there. And what I think you should do is you should have Casimir. Hey, can you just sit and guard the horses? We're going in here for 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Laura just doesn't want to like pigeonhole role play, but at the same time, like, oh, Kenny's been role playing hard. (laughs) (laughs) I, I see like Kenny like petting the horse. Have you heard of the bell ringer? (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of the perfect name for Casimir's horse. Clearly bells. Clearly. Uh, Then I'll, yeah, when the others come in, I'll wait for them to settle and and then try to grab their attention. Okay. You know, now that you say that, I wouldn't surprise me if bell ringer, um, faithful bell ringer, um, Calvary didn't actually attach bells to their horses. <laughs> oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that would be a very obvious uh, talisman. Not, you're not doing a lot of sneaky cavalry charges. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> jingle, jangle, jingle. Not like Creed in 40k who can scout with titans. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright, so once they're all, everyone's kind of settled, and does anyone mention the whole flying rock thing? Or is that just, we're keeping that? No. Uh, yeah, I'm sure no, we'll hear I mean, about it later. No, Casimir just... would definitely say uh, uh, Cezanne cut down a bell destroying a tower, and uh, Louis Coverguard seemed utterly uninterested. They're talking about just giving it back to him. I mean, what's well, it really doing for us other than making him mad? Well, it may be the one thing we have to parlay once uh, we have an opportunity to actually speak to them. Yeah, I think, I think we've had to speak, speak to him. Well, no, because we've been too busy getting married and preparing for wars. Uh, yeah, I have. So, I have very. So, 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 Lila, what do you yeah. have left of Celine? Uh, I have the armor. I have myself. I have and if, the and, and, if mm-hmm. and that you, he just has that, right? Um, you think he's really gonna be in a good mood to talk to us if um you're holding that over his head? I'm just saying that we can give it back in a more opportune way that it's. If you uh, look, this is not the conversation I was looking to have. <laughs> I, I was going to talk about something totally different. Just, you I know don't what, know um, what to do with this. I, t- t- I tell you what, when you figure out what you want to say to him, write a note, tie around the stone, let it go. Here we go. Then I will do. No, I will do such a thing. I think As every one of two ways with the stone, right? We either we either give it back to him with no leverage and just say. Sorry we took it from you in the first place, in which case he's still going to be mad because of all the time that he's had without it. 
or we can find some kind of opportunity to leverage a stone, whether if it's getting him on our side or, or having some kind of opportunity. Um, but either way, it's, it's, it's only going to go one of two ways. So I think we should wait for the option that benefits us more. I think at some Great. point you need to finally confront him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's that's right. We just have to find that moment. If you two have a past, then yeah. you two need to talk. Yeah, I would. You know what I would do? Uh, going back to Neltane, I would explain you kept it because you wanted a way to get the note straight to him without going through anyone. Else. That's that sounds good to me. We wanted to make sure the message got directly to his ears and no one else. Sure. I I will take all of this into very dear and careful consideration. Um, if you have a moment, though, I have something of a time-sensitive situation, but it is a sensitive situation. And I admit, I look totally at Casimir. I'm like, sensitive! <laughs> Casimir just looks back and like, like what? Like, S E. Why? Why is she? Why is she emphasizing that word in such a weird <laughs> way? <laughs> Samson Creek is asked to parlay with Sovereign, uh, not for any sort of uh, surrender, but for clemency for those who may only be kind of. Uh, wrapped up in the furor of the war effort as opposed to uh, act true and actual combatants who have bore the brunt of the faith, shall we call it. Excellent. And Sovereign plans on capturing him? No, that would not be what parlay means. Well, no. Obviously, it's a false... You said that... Wait, he wants to... He's serious about talking with him? Well, it could also be a trap, because, you know, as as uh, you have so eloquently outlined, maybe he is not a man of honor as either, uh, but one can only hope that this is being done uh, with good faith in mind. If he was serious and wanted to protect his people, he would surrender himself and their leaders and all go back to their homes. And that would protect them. Have you yes, never? Yes, but that's talking common sense. Yeah. <laughs> this is parlay in the in the middle of what they see as a war. No, it's it's not how yeah. parlay ever works. Did you never parlay with the Mikado? Of course I did. And apparently, you just killed them all, so you made a reputation for yourself. We understood each other, and what was what we were doing, both sides. If, well, then take this as an opportunity to learn we don't know what both sides are doing and this is an opportunity to gain intelligence on the situation. Yes, by capturing him. Well, either A, they believe that this is a war and that we should have the understandings of, of armies and a war or they don't and there'll be an ambush, and there'll be combat anyway. D. But to the first point, is if they are 
believing that this is a war and they should act like professional soldiers and not bandits, would you want to give them an excuse or the reason to change? Professional soldiers? I think war does not follow silly rules of chivalry as any knight uh, quickly learns in the Crusades. They, they come here thinking that war is pretty banners and uh, a uh, um, um, uh, chivalry and uh, one-on-one combat. That is not what did did we ever tell you what we found in Deerhold when we freed it from the Saffron Society? I don't believe so. And I'm not entirely sure what that is connected with what I'm saying, but please go on. So after we fought a small skirmish and they ran, we were looking through their um man center where they conducted all their business. And there was a in the basement. It looked like a butcher shop. But it was filled with people. That's all the more reason not to give clemency to these monsters. So that's what they do to the people under their so called protection. And if this parlay is to let them leave after restore their place of power so they're not trapped in a place like that, or this is the kind of behavior that they're trying to pretend that they don't do, or this is the behavior that they conduct that they think is civilized. Do you really want to give them a reason to become worse? Or see what happens when they believe that they don't have to follow whatever rules of honor they believe that they are going to? It's clear, and, and we ran into these people uh, in masks targeting uh, in dead people's clothing. Mm-hmm. Why we cannot trust anything they're saying. This is a perfect opportunity to cut the head off the snake. Or Capture you could create man. a worse situation, Casimir, because then How? You're, you kill their leader and now they have I'm, a real I'm reason about to fight us. I'm talking you about take capturing. their leader and they have an even good, better reason because now they're going to try and freedom. Not only is he going to be a martyr, he's a martyr that can now come and free. I Do you want to give them any more reason to come and ha- come at us? Because no, they're already, they don't for- need any more. I forgot how many years you spent studying the art of war. Let me rephrase this. I, oh, okay. Siobhan's Cashmere. like, Cashmere. oh no. <laughs> Cashmere, let me ask you a question. Look, what happened the last again? time? Yes, let me ask you a question. What happened the last time you didn't follow? Oh, yeah. the girl? How dare girl, you? Let's go, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can go fuck yourself now. Cashmere, what happened the last time you didn't follow <laughs> the um, code of honor and chivalry in a combat I situation? Got, yes, I got married. 
and became a baron. Really? I, I thought you got cursed by a bunch of Mikado sorcerers. No, I used a poison... You said the last time I used a poison blade that our father gave us to kill a a, uh, a woman. I said on the battlefield. I'm just saying. You... I... Do not look forward to your all of your harsh educations and learning what this is truly like. <laughs> all of you children, and he emphasizes that, have we're, no we're clue gone. what war is. So, by the way, when everyone walked out of the room, Connor and Rory are standing outside of the door. Okay. Um, yeah, Lila and Siobhan are pissed. Yeah, they are. They are not happy. They're hot. They pause for a moment. Let them finish that the conversation that they did, and they point for you guys to return to the door. And I'd say to Connor, only if you can keep it in your pants for the next twenty to thirty years, at least, and then I turn around and go back inside because I cannot handle any more of his sons. Here. Your spawn. Kane's all right. Kane's <laughs> pretty good. All right, I'll turn. I will. I will. The last few inklings of obeying my uncle. Rory says in Eston, "As angry as you are, you cannot put it on Connor. He has kept you safe for almost twenty years." Absolutely, and his son is going to all undo it in the next 30 days. That's fine. And he's still saying in Eston. Yeah. This is not the moment to turn on Connor. I, I listened. I, w- I, I was preparing to turn around and go back in the room. Yeah, I know, but he's just saying, don't, don't insult no. him to the point that he, back, he, he pulls away at a moment you need him. All right. That's all. That's all. Through. It's true, Uncle Connor has taken care of us. I will acquiesce to my father's better advice. So Connor comes in and says, everyone's had very passion-filled moments right now. Passion-filled moments that people can nearly hear down the fucking hall. Casimir, I'm going to ask you two sentences and two questions. Okay? I'm listening, General. The opportunities that you have now experienced have only been because of your now connections and support of the Silverage family. True or not? True. Do you wish the downfall and death of your other relatives? No. Then it is not your place to insult them, deride them. It is your place to protect them through situations you may not agree with. And in time, both of you will hopefully gain the wisdom to come to a middle ground. Do you disagree? 
Casimir's just staring, uh, uh, like eyes locked with Connor, mm -hmm. and says, um, "I am not used to civilians." You are I, not used to family. We are not your soldiers. We are not your comrades. We are your blood till the end of your days. I would find this more convincing coming from a different who did not abandon my mother. I did not fucking know where you were sent. The moment you were in my ability and retention, I have given you title, capability, and opportunity that the son yeah, that was raised <laughs> you feel you would have had that opportunity if you were not my son? A random crusader walking in this room? Tell me that and then we can truly know the level of your delusion. You are Duke Durand because you are my child. I'm Duke Durand because I'm a because I earned it with my sword. I was placed you in would the have... opportunity. I was placed in the opportunity to swing that sword in that manner because I am your child. Hayden is not even officially a knight, and he has stood by this family through thick and through thin since he could walk. Then why have you not knighted him? He wishes it to be not an act of acquiescence of his birth, but of honor of his action. That is the respect he has for the title. And the love and duty he has that he doesn't consider to be something to be rewarded to protect his own blood. Siobhan, if you have such conflict of my children, we have done everything to protect you since sorry Laya, we have done everything to protect you since your mother's death we have given you a home and we have given you aid you may consider my actions of my youth inappropriate but i have done everything as an adult to give all of you the opportunities to thrive in places i could not have imagined 
you did and you have and i spoke out of turn in my uh ramirez temper that i should learn better to control but you're not wrong and i thank you for it all i want is you to to all succeed and support each other how many times have i asked you to do something detrimental to yourselves for my benefit almost never So, Casimir, if you are truly so against the support and defense of your own blood, maybe then it is better that you return with Penelope. And you will be a stranger across the country as you are a stranger across the sea. Because the one thing that occurs for the people in this room, and the, always the people in this room, is that we will do whatever is necessary to protect one Then perhaps when I am attempting to speak based on my experience, people who know not of what they speak should not act like I'm an imbecile child. Casimir, I understand that you have the intent to educate. You are a the most experienced warrior of your age here in the room. I don't doubt that, but you are not a diplomat. If Laya and Siobhan are saying there's a diplomatic reason for something, they might know more than you. If they're saying, hey, you know, we should charge that unit into the woods, maybe you should say no. All of you are learning skills over time and becoming experts at your field. I have no doubt in another 10 years, you will understand what is necessary to be Baron Duran and the diplomatic game you must play in the Imperial domain. But Siobhan has been trained from infancy by House Henge to be a diplomat. Laya has been trained by her brother, by, by her father, who has gone everywhere in this country, and her and her uncle who is also a key diplomat. If they say that there is some value into talking to Samson Krieg before the war, even just to lay him for a moment of understanding what he's going to ask, you don't feel gaining information of your enemy would be valuable? I do, which is why I advocated for capturing if we capture him, we absolutely could create larger problems and we would never be trusted to parlay with an enemy again. And if, let's say the worst case, let us say this is entirely a trap. You should be there then to defend them. At the I wasn't... end of the... 
we should have the honor that everyone says we don't. Laya, I think your husband has a crazy idea, but it could be crazy successful. And I've had crazy ideas before as well. And with the strength of your family, I think you're likely to survive whether it's a trap or not. Now, if I ever am called before Indolucius, did you support a secret clandestine meeting between Samson Krieg and your family? I'm going to say, I don't know. They scream at each other all the time, stupid things. So, Casimir, you're going to do whatever you want. But if you don't want to be part of this, you have a place to go now. And he walks out of the room. Rory doesn't leave. Javon's standing there looking appropriately, Jason. Casimir was staring at the door that his father just walked. Hands clutched. Rory walks up to Casimir and says, You said that you won the fight by your own ability. I said, I won it earlier. I discussed how I won it thanks to your treachery. Suggestion of treachery. You would have been dead now if it wasn't for Connor's support in the treachery and the planning. Connor doesn't want you dead and he wants you to thrive. You need to feel that you're part of this. Because I'm ready to take your wife as part of this connection and part of the society that we're trying to grow. I appreciate that. I do not. I'm struggling, but trying my best to forget almost three decades of hatred towards a man that. I've met two weeks ago. But I am trying. There's a man you've hated for three decades you still should hate. And it's Malcolm. And Rory leaves. Casimir sort of, after staring at the door for too long, turns <laughs> to his cousins and says, uh, and half-brothers, and says, also Clemente, uh, <laughs> and says, Clemente. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ramirez, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, and says, um, 
I apologize. I will support your choice in any way I can in this discussion, uh, negotiation, the hungry wolves, my men will, can provide secret backup if necessary in case it is a trap. Excuse me. And he walks out of the room into mm. his quarters into the I'm trying to think. Is there like a private priv- is the how private is the privy? Uh the privies <laughs> are uh almost like Roman stalls, so the privies aren't very Yeah. Why don't you so go I to your room? Just, so he <laughs> yeah. just goes No, I know, but he'd prefer to But the thing uh, is if you go to your if you go to your room, Penelope isn't oh. there, so it's pretty empty. Oh, okay. He just goes to his room, stares at the wall, punches it, and bursts out in angry tears. Cray cray. <laughs> we got all the pathos. Yes. <laughs> all. Because you have to imagine Connor and Rory are sitting in the room, and you guys are screaming about, like, Oh, Samson yeah. Craig, this and uh, fucking god, <laughs> <laughs> fuck! <laughs> it's like we're gonna stand out the room for a minute, maybe they'll calm down. If they don't calm down, okay, fuck, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I like them standing out there and the girls storming out, and they're like, nope, <laughs> back in you go. You it is family fuck time. Until they had sisters, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to, I always kind of wondered, like, what Haley was like, since Haley was the eldest. Uh, yeah, like, did she whip bossy? these asses into shape? Or, like, was she, yeah. Yeah. Because um, I'm the oldest, and guess who they say is the bossy one? Look, <laughs> it isn't bossy, you just know how to do it right. <laughs> But then you have to wonder, was she, like, it's almost then, like, was she the, like, hound dog of Malcolm? Oh, God. Because, <clears throat> like, sure, Dad, I'll go be, I'll go fuck them up. <laughs> I would almost think that she'd be the one who would, because Connor, I don't think, would have been the one who was standing up to Malcolm, because he's the heir. Yeah, I don't know. I, no, he, Haley, he ran. Haley. Yeah, Haley would be the one who would be like, and here's why you're an idiot. And that probably is why he married her off. Like, you want my daughter? Right. So, but it, right. It's either that he, he directly worked against her or she was like, I'm daddy's girl and he could do no wrong and we're working together. Right. right. Oh, right. which is not better. Right. Not better at all. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know. I was daddy's girl and also told him he was an idiot. But that might be why I was daddy's girl. So, <laughs> so um, just to push, because I want to make sure that certain things happen in a, in a yeah. timely thing. Um, we're going to just, everyone gets their shut together. Everyone gets on their horses. Yes. Everyone rides to the halfway point in between the towns. Um, that night, Sovereign um, is going to come up with uh, two of his boys and he is going to basically say, time for us to sneak off. Who's ever coming? 
um, you get the hungry wolves to basically be at like mm. screenshot of like, hey, we need yes. help, kind of thing. Yes. Um, and you guys are uh, uh, in the middle of the night. You see this uh, torch in the distance. The <coughs> torch uh, waves and then turns blue. And then goes back to normal color, and like that is the the signal for where you guys are going to. You ride up to this guy, and there's this one, an individual looking kind of hunter on a uh, on a horse, and he says, uh, "Follow me, and I will take you to where you need to go." And um, he. Uh, he is riding you particularly fast um, as the uh, hungry wolves are not cavalry. They uh, uh, are. I'm going to do a roll basically to see if they keep up. Yeah. Uh, but likely, yeah, it's basically uh, if they get the six on a one D six, they basically like run over the uh, over the hill and keep up. Ah, so five. Wow, wow. So, but that still means they 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 will they will arrive in the fourth turn if shit that happens. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and you guys are um basically brought to this edge of a clearing, and um the guy says um there. There's a person up ahead who you're going to talk to, and you see this one individual in the distance. And um, I'm I'm going to leave it at this. Um, Carrick is going to say, um, in this clearing, and I'm going to actually like show uh, the clearing, and I'm going to go activate. Um, so everyone who is on Foundry can see this. Um, those are the stone circles you saw. Um, either I can't see it. Yeah, I can't see scene. it. Oh, it's I don't have vision black. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, give me a second. I have to configure it oh. right. And uh, uh, lighting, not token vision, not there. <clears throat> and so there you guys go. Oh. There it is. Okay. Those are the circles you saw in the vision. Ah, no good. No okay, bueno. So I think we could leave it at that, so we can actually um, have everyone yes. here and ripping ready for the uh, start of the next event. Mm -hmm. um, who is here? Just so I, I'm going to put everyone on kind of the board where we like understand where everyone is. Let me go to the checklist. We have Casimir. We have. Uh, Carrick, we have Caden, we have Laya, we have Clemente, we have Siobhan, we have Sovereign, and we have two Shadow Walkers. And the only person that you see on the other side um i will actually even show you the cool picture of the guy Ooh. Um, is that oh 
<clears throat> Whoa. That's not a cool picture. Have we seen him before, or am I just am I just making that up? You have not uh, seen him before, but one of the most interesting things, um, and I'll leave it at this, but you can't like really do anything about it, is he is a he's the first F S Eston Saffron you've seen. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a cliffhanger. Yeah. So um but yeah, that is uh and it is it is the place of uh uh <coughs> Eric's vision. So these are the stone circles of the towers that basically fell in his vision. Uh, wow. Um was the blacksmith able to fix fit the Yeah, armor absolutely. Yeah, before you go, yeah. Yeah, you, you I already put it on your sheet. Oh, okay, awesome. Thank you. Now you put it on your sheet, and it's already actually listed as equipped. Um, yeah. So, um, very pathos filled. I hope people enjoyed it. We're all. We're yeah, all I want to give my shout. Give my shout, shout out, out to Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, every, yeah. You, you guys too. That that, uh, that was a, that was a whole lot of fun. It's uh, hard to play the guy who's got the other op the, the opposition. And mm -hmm. you did that really well. So, like, it's one thing for us to fall in line and be like family, and then it's like let's do dumb shit together because we're family. And you're like, <laughs> hey, that's maybe some dumb shit. And then, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a hard stance to take sometimes. So, and and I like that there there is that condescension from him because he's like, I've been out in the field and I've been fighting the things, and you're just children who've been living this pampered life, and then and then and then and then like. <laughs> You know, that that's legit. One yeah. thing, by the way, Vinny, the girl that yeah. you like is one of the two Shadow Walkers. Oh, hey. Yeah, I was, I was gonna try to find a good time to like follow up on that. Like yeah. we never got a chance to go on our date. Yeah. So here you are right the, now. Yeah, so she's <laughs> like, hey, you know, Did randomly you like killing more? saffrons. Don't you wanna go kill some saffrons with me? That sounds romantic. Under the hey, how, about this for, how about this for a first date? Some war and wine. Yes. So I just want to make sure that it, it, she hasn't been forgotten, but the game that you were at was where I had time slotted that you were you were away. Um, I'm gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. I hope also that it didn't feel too uh, heavy-handed of Connor being like, come on, guys, you guys have a lot of history. No, it, it, it's... No. It, no, it definitely it, makes sense, and it's it's good. It, you know. it added perspective, and I think it called out Casimir in a key point of you need to stop thinking of these people as like your your homies, your troops, your buddies. These is this is family. Yeah, she doesn't understand. Nope. I mean, the closest thing he had to a sister was his uh, yeah lover. So. <laughs> Yeah, so there's some issues there. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and not understanding, like, the perspectives, like, of the others. And I love the fact he's just like, I don't understand why they're pissed off all the time. Like, I'm yeah. trying to be polite. <laughs> like, Phew. This is how you talk with people. Yes. Uh, and uh, no, it was really good because I don't want obviously, I don't want Casimir to 
be constantly like, fuck all you. I hate this family. Like, yeah. I, I don't like the the RPG character that doesn't want to be in the party. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't it, want to be is, playing it like that. But it is but, a process of learning. Yes. I, I Did you like that there was actually like a bell ringer prophecy and there was like positive oh, yes. pro bell ringer faith? <laughs> yes. Casimir got so excited. Yes. I got so excited. So I don't know if you were at the game yet where uh Carrick learned that fedoras specifically get prophecy from one of two ways and one of them is like because they were chosen by the bell ringers a chosen race they actually have the prophecy of the bell ringer oh no i didn't know that yeah so when ethan sadai goes to the Fedor people and says, hey, join me in the war against the Estes. They're like, well, we don't believe in your faith. And Ethan Sadai says, if I can get the stars to tell you your chosen people, will you join? And the, the leader of their people says, yeah, sure. Fuck our, yeah, go ahead. And Ethan Sadai says the name Fedor, and as he does, the stars shine and sing a tone saying the word Fedor over the people. Oh. And they're like, uh, and it was the constellation of the bell ringer that did it. And so that's why the Fedor feel they are a chosen people of the bell ringer. Gotcha. Um, other Fedor people are like, oh no, it's because we were in the Maw and we were closest to O and and in the yeah. darkness of, of 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 that with our flaming hair. Do we truly have a knowledge of that? Yeah. But in in orthodoxy. And also, yeah. I, 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 by the way, I always feel so bad when you're like, this guy broke a law. It's like, you need to say that like to people who like did murder. You need <laughs> to like, like when someone kills someone, be like, hey, I don't want to kill myself. I'll go get the law involved. Uh, <laughs> or they're working against the empire. That absolutely is a problem. But you have to think, all the Estin are heretics, really. They're not going to kill them all yes. for being Estin. That's true. That's true. Oh, okay. so, they're supposedly not oh, although officially they, they converted. <laughs> right. But no one's going to like randomly go and kill an Estin that 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 can pay for his damage that tore right. down a bell. Yeah. Um but you guys held the rock. Man, I didn't think you guys would hold that rock. <laughs> Three rolls, you got held that rock hard. <laughs> and my foot. Yep. <laughs> No, like I almost feel like Clemente's just gonna like sharpen the rock. Hey, here, take it back. <laughs> and like he like holds his hand and just like cuts through his hand. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yes. So um definitely next game we're obviously gonna have probably some fight, even if it's not with this guy. But yeah. uh um thank you all for coming. And we had to end six minutes early. Oh my god. Best of wishes for uh, your, your your cat. Oh, thank oh, you. Yes. Yeah, Mary, uh, she woke up this morning and is limping really bad. Oh, no. Like to the point where she's oh, no. just holding the one paw up and is just doing this. Has no oh. problem fighting with her brother, though. So I don't know. And still ate her chicken treats, but she's going to the vet tomorrow. And I'm kind of oh. slappy hand Freddy about that. Understandable. 
Um, yeah. Fingers crossed. I'm sure everything well, will be fine. I'll, I'll let you all know on the channel. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, we take pets seriously in this house, so I appreciate yeah. that. They're family members. I, I mean, yeah. I don't even know how I would feel. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry you're going through that, and I'm hoping that everything's okay. I just don't know what happened. Like, they crash around, and I call it WrestleMania, like, when they're getting crazy. But, like, I, I would think that if something hurt her so bad, she was fully curled it up, I would have heard right. that. Right. But at this could there be... Yeah, but maybe, I, mean, I checked it, like, to make sure there... Yeah, that there wasn't I... anything inside, or that her claw wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And I... She just doesn't like me looking at her paws, though. She's not... Right. I guess yeah. the other one thing. is like whatever. When you touched her arm and like her paw thing, did she actively re recoil from any of that? No, and like that's another thing. So like I did like massage it and palpitate it, but gently to just be like, oh, is it broken? Yeah. If it's broken, yeah. I'll take you to emergency. And she just yeah. was like, I don't like you touching it, but wasn't like now. Nah, 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 nah. yeah. It sounds more the, that like the more she... I put, it, but I put her down and she curls it back up again and then just kind of trots around on tripod. Weird. Yeah, I, I bet more it's like she has like a pulled muscle or something. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Either way, she's going to the vet tomorrow, and I called the lady, and the they know they know my cats, and she was like, "Oh no, Mary!" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great that they know please. they know her. Yeah, no, she's yeah. So I'm Mary and Pippin, so I'm bringing Mary. Oh. Oh, yeah, man. I love that. I love, I that. love that. That's so good. Pippin came to oh me already God. named Pippin, and since he was, okay. or he was, I was his third home. I'm like, I'm not giving this poor boy a complex. But then, when... <laughs> yeah, you'd be a fool of a took if you did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that's what I call him when I step on him. I tell him he's a fool of a took. But then when I got somebody was like, "Hey, we found this kitten. Can you just watch her?" And I'm like, "This is my cat now." I was like, "Well, I can't <laughs> not name her Mary." So yeah, right. so they're Mary and Pippin. All um, right. Well, thank you for indulging my cat stories. And <laughs> on the on the warfare front, if we not next game, but the game after, there will be a skirmish that we will do in warfare mechanic. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I may do one more skirmish, and then you guys will be in the full front of the war. And the war is likely to be three to five major battles, depending on how everyone gotcha. succeeds. Um. But that's gonna be Gloriorama because even the skirmishes get you <laughs> glory pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and Gloriorama. then So by the way, you're you're on the road to Butterhill and you're meeting basically on that hill. And then okay. from Butterhill, you're gonna be going to Orly, and then there's gonna be basically a fight between Orly and Ashbourne. Um, and then it from Ashbourne is basically war, 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 war until you liberate Hedgehill, and then you have to decide also. Are you going to keep pushing them and try to annihilate them before they get to Fennel, or push them up against the river and the lake? Gotcha. Okay. And to simplify everyone else's wars, I'm basically just having every other general and every other uh, commander just they just get one wherefore roll of how their entire fight went. Oh mm -hmm. wow! Um, and if they got a great roll, it's a great roll. If they got an average roll, it's an average roll. If they got a bad roll, they were decimated. Mm -hmm. Something tells me Sherman's not going to do great. <laughs> Sherman shouldn't do. No, he'll do. He'll do fine because he's got the Lewis Blackwell uh, yeah. bonus. But he's a putz, so he shouldn't do well. 
<laughs> so I just want everyone to know the mechanic before it kind of begins to drop a drop. Yeah. And people are like, where did it all come from? Um, awesome. So, okay. Good night, all. And I will see you. Bye bye. Good night. Bye. Lots of fun. Bye, Thank you all. Bye.